We are definitely live. Oh, goodness gracious. Welcome to uh, Talk Lately. This is a special night for us. Monday, June the 29th, it is 7.02 right here on BeExposedRadio.com. I'm joined by the host of the Artist Exchange that just went off right before the show at 5 p.m. on Mondays and Fridays. And then we have Naya down at the bottom right there. Lindsay is on the phone. They have their show, The L Element. The El Marie element. The El Marie element. Almost had it. Almost had it. The El Marie <laughs> element. Yeah, you, yeah, you got you. Know, yeah, you learning. You getting it? <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know where to come on at. But um, <laughs> that <laughs> but it's coming. It's growing. coming though. That's what. The, that's all it needs to and be said. Concrete is steady going. Hey, the shade. It's coming. It's coming. Boots in here. Oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got a good show for you tonight. I, I believe so, because out of all of the things that happened today, um, one of the biggest things is I, I got a lot going on over here, food wise. Um, we're going to talk about the arrest warrant that was issued today um, for somebody very important. Um, it's not and- that important. President. The office is very important. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about the abortion law um, ban, you know, the ban that was happening in Louisiana. And I see emphasis on the word was. <laughs> and um, I read this article. Um, it actually came from the Society of Human Resources. Um, um, and it was it, it's about if an employee is arrested during the protest. So I want to share some of that and, get, and, and then we can talk about it as a panel. Um, then we're going to talk about gyms and coronavirus, which I've already think I've exhausted that issue, but apparently no one's listening. <laughs> and I'll, I'll reiterate, reiterate again about why you should not be going to the gym. No. Walk outside, run, do something else. But we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. <clears throat> First, let's go ahead and talk about Vince's cramp house. Hold on. Um, well, it, here, I'll get you guys started with the discussion. So he, as you know, they've been protesting his restaurants and, and stores all month long. And now he's taking it to another level where he's deciding to sue Baltimore County. The county itself oh. for um, okay. what is it? What is oh, he he's saying? Really gonna be back right now. He's going to sue them for destruction of of the small business, saying that the police didn't protect their rights. Go, bitches! <laughs> How do you feel about that? Let's talk. I'm very excited to see him go out of business. Very excited. I that's what I don't understand. I don't know if he's trying to use this as a retirement fund. He's trying to, you know, sue the city, get some money for his retirement fund so he can shut down all the businesses. Because for him to even take the county to court is going to cost him. And the county can definitely, like, just keep postponing it until you're really out of funds. And you're going to have to tap into that GoFundMe mm-hmm. in order to be able to pay for it. Because no lawyer is going to do this pro bono unless they got a lawyer in their family or someone that... I don't know. Gonna... They got former state delegate Pat McDonough that's um, representing them. Ooh. Let's talk about that race. 
Let's talk about that person. And he only could do it for so long before they start uh, camping outside of his house. His, 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 his law office or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. And he's probably doing it so people can bring attention, but he don't realize white people not winning right now. They're not winning these battles. Mm. So... I just don't understand, like, 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 who gave him the advice? Well, you should sue the county. Like, the county was probably sitting over there, like, well, I got to deal with it. I'm not the one that said the racist stuff in comments. Probably and your stuff. sister. She like, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna? I'm going downtown as soon as this day is over tomorrow morning. First thing. <laughs> oh, that sister. Oh, that sister that made the go the go funny page. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I. I, I I haven't checked that lately. So the last time we was on there, it was like thirteen hundred dollars. I look up. No, it wasn't. I look up. Look it up yeah, somebody gave a thousand, and two and three people gave a hundred dollars. His sister started it off with like a thousand dollars, and then it was three other name. people. She changed her name on it. <laughs> oh, trying to make it sound like like somebody was supporting it. Nobody was supporting right. it. That's why only three people have signed up. Let's see what. What's the number now? Because who will pay I'm for the legal? To, um, who will pay the legal fees for Pat McDonough? Is it going to be in this litigation? Well, they started the um, GoFundMe, so it's... maybe that's what the, the thirteen hundred dollars going to pay the legal fees. Does he get free crabs for life if he win or something? Well, the crab <laughs> business not going to be around unless he's going to go boating with them. They go get the crabs. <laughs> Well, they really messed themselves up because a lot of crab businesses have started since then. Yes, they have. A lot of them. What was the most recent one I've seen? It had um, Pisces. And there's Pisces some mobile, crab. There's a couple of mobile ones. Uh, shout out to my cousin, uh, Jay. Uh, yeah, a couple mobile businesses. There. They should have moved. You know what? Uh, this new place is. I think it's called Pisces Seafood or something like that. They should have moved in in the uh, space right next door to Vince's. That would have been hot. But the pictures, yeah, the, I mean, just like the photos. They may not have allowed them to do that. I mean, just the photo opportunity, though. The photo opportunity of seeing all the blacks. It was like segregation. All right, I won't talk about it. <laughs> I just like seeing his sister mad every time they catch her on TV. Oh, the, the blonde hair one, that's his sister? I thought that was the mother. Oh, she looked old in the face. No, no, she she's a little bit like her face is real. Like, well, they all like that. Well, Larry the cab driver is out there right now with the protest line still going. He makes his way over there every single day. They forced them to the sidewalk now. They can't. Yeah, they not and they not in the shopping center. They like right at the 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 sidewalk. I don't know how that makes sense if you're protesting. You're supposed to be able to do it wherever you want to, but I guess that's um, it's bad for businesses for the other businesses that are in the shopping center. I can see why they would push him back. But I don't understand why his family hasn't said, look, this was him. We are firing him. Like, they not, they go stick to the messaging. That's what I say. He could have been still the owner and name only and just disappeared into the background. Like this. I don't think they would have, I don't think people would have been happy for that. Back there. You said you don't think he would have been happy with that, but the the fact is is that you're losing money every single day, at every hour, at every minute. Your happiness has to be that you need to still take care of your kids and your family. (laughs) They only got $1,700 right now. See? 
<laughs> and this this thing been going on since the beginning of June, since this protest started. This Facebook, this um, GoFundMe page been out. Uh-huh. Oh man, no one cares. That's why he had to go to this level. That's why he had to take it here. He had to go ahead and sue. Because there's somebody, no somebody called KKK Mega gave him five dollars. Mm. You can't be serious, gave him five. <laughs> gave him five dollars. They only doing it, but the most of the people that I think that that's donating money or giving them money is is like a protest. Right. They want to be seen. Uh, you're a you're a bigot, gave him twelve dollars. <laughs> wow. They want to be seen. They just want to be on there to be seen. It's nothing that's gonna be I don't know what to do with him. I, I mean, what what what's le- what's next? You ruin after you ruin his business. What's next? And why still protest? You know, because you think the business is going to return eventually. The business that he lost is going to return if you don't continue to protest, or you're you're particularly trying to shut him down. If he would have just shut up and not. Continue if his sister wouldn't have came outside and got belligerent all those times, they would probably been able to go back to normal because people would have got bored. True. But he kept coming and kept talking, and then he made that fake apology. So people was just, oh yeah, you go, you go playing out face, okay? You go show up every day. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what they've been. I mean, I, it's been I've seen it all the way down to two people. And between two people and up to like 50 people being probably in that grass, sitting in the grass with their signs. The mm-hmm. two people look sad. I think I would have just got on the bus and left. But I wonder how long it's going to go. I mean, are they going to wait till they actually just like put the paper up on the doors and windows? But see, and... this is different though. Like they, this all happened in a moment where people had the time. They had the time. People were frustrated with being in the house for three months, and it just all this is happening at the worst opportunity. We're going into the summertime, mm-hmm. and then all these other black owned crab companies just popped up out of nowhere. Yes, they did. Got the time. <laughs> Naya, what's your thoughts? Um, I mean, was that a thought? Oh, you wasn't finished. <laughs> this shade is so real. <laughs> I just, I I'm cannot. back, you bitches. Oh. oh my god! I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree with you know both of y'all. To be honest, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like you said, he's losing so much money. So I'm just trying to figure out what's the purpose. You know, what what's his purpose? What's his goal for him? Who on a rotary yeah. phone? I don't know. Because I thought they don't even work anymore. Especially now with the internet. It was even trying to give out free friends. Who's that? <laughs> Who bought that rotary phone in here? That's her. That's her. No, it's, that's not me. What is going on? Rotary. Not with the bing afterwards, though. <laughs> It's Lindsay, though. It's Lindsay. You finished, Lindsay? He said the rotary phone. Did you dial 911? Lindsay. 
When you get your phone together, I'm, I'm, you can unmute yourself. <clears throat> I don't know how she got on the internet with that rotary phone, but it's not possible. She's on her tablet. Oh, she got a tablet. Yeah, it's the problem. Anyway, let's move on. Look, we got a new show that's premiering this Thursday. It's called The B-Mix. Um, it's going to be on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Uh, let me give you a little bit about the show because I just learned about it myself. Um, the show is for the muted, the unheard, unseen, forgotten, overlooked, misunderstood, millennial misfit, proud Christian that cusses a little, and professional that's still childish at times. As a reminder, the be be mix that you are, be the mix that you are. As a reminder to be the mix that you are. Get it? That is a mouthful. Yeah. Almost like our slogan, be seen, be heard, be exposed. I like that. I like that. So that's the B-Mix this Thursday with Bania Richardson. Oh, who? Bania. Oh, Bania. Yeah, her show starts this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So look, I'm going to ask this question. Okay, they're going. I can ask this question now. <laughs> I pushed it to the back. This thing was watching. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> is it possible? Okay. Now, this isn't from me. I just want to make sure this is clear. I didn't write this. This is somebody else's. Okay. This. Is it possible to enter a new relationship and not abandon your kids at the same time? Not abandoned. I told my friend, a friend of mine, I would ask this question because he's really, really wants to know. Because I think as a child, he, his parents split, gotten one of them got into a new relationship, and it was like the relationship between him and the parent started to divide. It was longer and longer periods in between the next time he saw his parent. As somebody who's not a parent first, um, I and I've had a single mom. I think uh, parents specifically need to be and need to set healthy boundaries between their relationship, their new relationship, and their children. Mm-hmm. Because it's very easy for a child to feel slighted and to feel um, pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Because we don't get to fall in love. Nothing else around them matters. And and a parent that is in a new relationship, there is no diff- mm. difference. So I think there needs to be some healthy boundaries. And some I think some people do a good job, but like I'm my mother, if she was in a relationship, I never knew about it mm-hmm. until she got to a certain level of seriousness. seriousness. Mm-hmm. But I've seen other people like every time is a new person. They introduce into the child, and mm-hmm. that does something to the child because now you're not getting attached to anybody, and or you getting attached to somebody who's not gonna be there next week, and it's just ugly. I know that wasn't all of your question, but I think some healthy boundaries need to be set. Mm-hmm. Naya. Okay. Well, for me, I think I'm a different type of mother. So, if entering into a new relationship for me. I worry about my kids first. And like to some extent of what Nate's mom did, if she was in a relationship, I, you know, get to know the person first 
before I even bring anybody around my kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't just have no anybody around my kids. I make sure that my kids is good and then my relationship is separate. Now, if they two happen to intertwine, then it's it's because I'm 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 ready for that mm-hmm. to happen. But even still, once that mate has met my kids, then it's to the point where I am attentive, still attentive to my kids. So even though it's still a new fresh relationship, I still make sure that my kids come first before anything else. And, you know, once they get comfortable with the person and stuff like that, then we can start with the whole, okay, let's do things together, dude. Mm. But again, it's about my kids. So I feel like, yeah, you can have a new relationship and not abandon the kids because I don't play with my kids and my mm-hmm. kids come first. So, yeah, I feel like it's possible. Well, I, to me, it's possible for me. So. Lindsay, any input? Hmm. Um, I think it's very possible. Um, I think sometimes the other party, as far as co-parenting, can make it very hard for you. That's been my experience. They can make it extremely hard for you and accuse you of not putting the kids first Mm -hmm. because they don't want to see you happy with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, That's been my experience. But I definitely believe I agree with now what she said, um, that, you know, the kids come first. And I think that you can have a relationship, you know, and still be there for your children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the we would hope. So the consensus is that y'all believe yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can. It is. Okay. My answer was just based off me seeing the latter. Right. Me seeing people who almost ignored their children in order to have relationships. Or if it was a like a tug of war, like who is who has priority? Mm-hmm. I've seen that too, right? I've seen that too. The yeah, but, don't to that. but also too, you have to as a parent, you got to know for one, like you can't let the kids take over the relationship. Like if they know that they got the upper hand, like okay, mommy's gonna look to us to see, you know, whatever, whatever. Because kids are, some kids are manipulative mm-hmm. and they yeah. know, you know, okay, I know mommy, you know, cause you may really like this guy, but if the kids know, like, you know, whatever, cause some kids now, some kids have that vibe where mommy, that's not, you know, I don't really like this person in the beginning, but then some kids had this vibe where it's like, okay, well, I can run this. Mom, I can have mommy alone for the rest of her life, or I can have daddy alone for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they, you know what I'm saying? So they play the yep. victim or they play the part to where you're you you fall for the trap and you end up alone so i feel like you that comes into play where you really got to know your kids mm-hmm. right you know so like i said i'm very protective and very particular who bring who i bring around my kids so i don't just have no anybody so i get to know this person for a while I never feel like this is a good enough person that my kids can possibly look up to or go to as a not a second parent but as a um Role I guess so like a backup person. A role model. The what? Role model. Yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. So then it's like, okay, then I think they're good enough. Mm-hmm. So I bring them around, they meet them, hang out with them. Then, you know, then I ask my kids in a separate note, how do you feel about such and such? You know, what's your opinion? You know, if they get good feedback, okay, then they can stay around. But if it's negative feedback, then I got to dig down to why you feel like this. So again, it goes back to knowing your kids as well. 
but Mon- yeah, it, it can be done. Honey, was it a male that asked the question? It is a male that asked the question. Hmm. <clears throat> I think there's a double standard there too sometimes when it comes to uh, dating and mm-hmm. co-parenting. Because yeah. I've seen guys uh, have all yeah, kinds I was about to say, yeah, women. take it to the vice versa because if it was the, yeah, on the, from the they, male they perspective. They have all kinds of women around their kids. But right. if we do it as women have men around, we're bad parents. So mm-hmm. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also goes back to like she said. I wonder if if, it, if it's that way because the, the parent the the mother is usually the caretaker. So having right. having the right. kids around a whole bunch of men it is it, it is a double standard, but is it really because you are the caretaker of the kids and the man isn't he's out of the home. But it also too like the man the male you gotta the male has to look at what type of woman you bring. Because mm-hmm. if you have little girls, true, but he's not want, in the you know in the I mean? household with the children, twenty four seven like you would be. Okay, okay. So there, there, there is a double standard, but the double standard is kind of different because he's out of the home having mm-hmm. relationships. Now, mm-hmm. only it would affect that man if the kids are with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it to, so and when it's time to meet that gotta, person? You still got to watch out what kind of women that you're bringing around or right right when it's time to meet that, that you're per- bringing exactly. around yes that you're bringing around because hmm. you don't want this week you with miss such and such and next week you with mr such and such mm-hmm. you know what i mean it you gotta be careful have, because the kids are sensitive i have a facebook friend now um who had her daughter's father had a woman around her child and the woman killed her daughter mm. She was jealous of the little girl because he broke up with her and didn't want to be with her. She stabbed her child to death. Mm-hmm. I know so many women who are bitter. They're, they're, yeah, very bitter. And they are, like, when a child comes around, they pump their heads with negative stuff about their primary parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to look at all types of factors when mm-hmm. it comes down to that. You know what I mean? Phone lines are open too at 443 642 9403. That's 443 642 9403. You can add your spice to the comments and the person my mother was seeing back then, he she was seeing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I had always called him my stepfather. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. He wasn't introduced as my father. You know, here's your, you know, your stepdad and, and all this other kind of stuff. Right, he right, became right. my stepfather because of as the years. Yeah, because of right. the years. Okay. And, but- and like still to this day, like I haven't seen him in awfully long time and to this day i would still if i would see him i was like this this uh, my, my stepfather i would still say no, that he's okay. a positive role model That's a he was he right. was very positive i mean i mean they did their thing we did our thing you know so it was you know it was very positive i, I still give it a positive um i mean nowadays, outcome because i'm still who i am so right <laughs> nowadays it's hard because People are not the way they used to be. He didn't ever try to discipline me or anything like that. So it wasn't that kind of stepfather, stepson relationship. 
we weren't in that kind of it wasn't that kind of thing because right, right, I'm right. a Scorpio still and, and it's only too much I'm gonna take. And I'm not really into the zodiac thing, but I knew everything that I read about a Scorpio is me, it fits me. And and I just know if you know what a Scorpio does and who they are. The shit doesn't go down that way. For all of y'all, <laughs> that's crazy. Not a FEMA camp. I hate FEMA I camp. I, for me, and my mother had a couple of relations where she did introduce me. It was like she was, mm-hmm. and it was uh, for me. I would always say to anybody who I thought like my mother, "Don't try to be my friend," mm-hmm. because I'm gonna make it really hard for you. Because she's gonna base her decision off of what she thinks I like. So if you try to be my friend, I'm going to fight against that, and then she's not going to like you. Mm-hmm. So just develop your relationship. I just had a problem with somebody wanting to come in and be my dad. Like, my mother got married again, mm-hmm. and I me and him never really was close because he was trying too hard to, like, be my father. And I was like... And, see, and I love the fact that mine did not do that. He did not come yeah. in trying to be my father. He came in... I'm still trying to remember how I ever rode in a car with him. <laughs> I don't think I have, but um, he didn't come in trying to be my father. It was more of, well, how would I describe Greg? It was like a friend relationship more. Like he would say hi and bye, or if he was, if I was in the living room, he would sit down and watch TV and we would chat about a TV show or something like that. But it was never a father figure relationship. Like he didn't come up to school if I got in trouble or something like that. <laughs> Because oh, he would be okay. very embarrassed. Because I would embarrass him. What the hell are you doing here, nigga? Like, <laughs> oh. Oh. okay. Because oh, it was geez. that kind of. I mean, that was that kind of person. Like, don't you be trying to parent me now. If it goes to that, then it's one thing. But I've seen, especially a lot of mothers, try to force that new like, person mm-hmm. on that child, and it's not. First of all, that that child is still thinking about the other parent that's mm-hmm. not there. So yeah. now you're trying to force something onto a child and they go rebel or they go play the hell out that person. Oh, that's the thing I love about being me is because I stuff those feelings down. Like, where's my dad? That was never a question. I know where you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly where you are. So and it made it that much better same. that when he popped up, I was excited to see him. So I had to bury those feelings. Like, my dad's not here. That My dad's not here. You know, that wasn't a feeling that I was going to walk around with because I thought right. that was going to you know hold me back. And I've seen that happen in other people where they've missed their parents so much that it held them back and they're the junkies, you know? And that wasn't going to be me. I knew where you were. So when you came around and you surprised me with a visit, oh, it made it that much better. Let's not talk about him every day because when he comes around, it'll be a surprise. Mm -hmm. And then we end up growing up and not having a good relationship anyway. So now he's in my closet (laughs) in the box. Oh, That's how it works. That's crazy. But you know, people Man, don't have to say punishment. Goals you're on punishment. Like, Stop punishing like... him. <laughs> now, people don't have the same morals and values that they had growing up like 30, 40, 50 years ago. Everything's mm-hmm. changed now. Everything is like a popcorn relationship. So you really got to be careful. You know, if this, a, you know, you got to look at that person. Is this somebody I'm going to be with? Is this somebody I can see my kids being like mm-hmm. or looking up to? We don't have the same thing. I think I'm the only person. I wish that was the question before you had the kids, though. Is this the person I want to have kids with? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The exactly. people not thinking about people don't 
rarely do people, especially today, mm-hmm. plan children. It's not that that becomes most of the time it's a trap. Right. I've seen parents <laughs> a lot of parents like each other more than they actually <laughs> like the child. Like, and it's very obvious. Like the dad will come around, and he's still sleeping with the mother, but he's not taking care of the child. And mm. the, the mother is okay with that because she's getting a feeling from it. And mm. the dad is okay because he get that do drop in feeling. Mm. But then it's never about the child. Parents are mm. competing with their children mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this discussion then leads me right into abortion <laughs> since we brought up the kids. Yes, so, um, it's not morbid. This is some good news. Louisiana's abortion law that they just tried to force upon them people over there in Louisiana um, to a five to four decision ruling. Um, Somebody being rude, I guess. Uh, five to four ruling uh, um, is a win for supporters of the abortion rights who argued that the law was not medically necessary and amounted to a veiled attempt to restrict abortion. So um, John Roberts, the chief justice, is the one who broke the tie, you know, the tie four to four uh, with the five to four vote um, to end this, hopefully for once and for all, because this now matches the, the same thing that Texas tried to do a couple of years ago, which failed. And now they tried to do it in Louisiana, which is surprising to me. And, and we talked about this. I think this was last week when I was like, clearly the the representation there is not what it's supposed to be. There's too many white people in your councils. There's too many white people in your state building. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the state is majority, yeah. black yeah. or Creole. I, have, I just have a problem with people putting... You you don't want people to to do things that offend your sensibilities or your way of life. But how fair is it for you that they create laws that offends them? Who are allowed to do? Mm-hmm. I just never under you don't. I, have I would and you would never understand that. This is people that want their that just like faith pushers. It's people that want to push what they believe onto others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have to do that, just don't practice what other people are practicing. You don't have to do it. You don't have to get an abortion. If you want to keep the rape baby, keep it. That's yep. true. That's true. But I know someone who has abortions like she pops candy. I mean, I do too. I mean, I think we all probably know somebody that has too many abortions, but yeah. that's yeah. promiscuous. I mean, that's promiscuous. So They're it. promiscuous. Oh, girl, I just had an illness in itself. I just had an abortion clinic. Like, so proudly. And I'm just like, abortion is not a form of birth control. No, it's not. It's not. It's birth not. control. But, but that's also birth. in how you're up, you were up, you were brought up that you thought well, this right. was okay to do every single time you, you got pregnant because you were promiscuous. Well, right now, like, the argument is they are equating abortion to Black Lives Matter. And if you believe in Black Lives Matter, and I just, and they equated to Planned Parenthood too, um, and and that's not what it's for, and and especially yeah. if, when they keep trying to say, and what I what I you know the part about them saying that you know, um, <clears throat> the government pl- funds abortions through Planned Parenthood. That's not what happens. Just because Planned Parenthood gets governmental funds don't mean it's for abortions. You still have to pay for the abortion. Right. Right. <laughs> if you go to a Planned Parenthood and get an abortion, you have to kick out cash. And that's one of the only <laughs> services that you actually do have to pay for. Right. That's not what Planned Parenthood is for. I wish they would stop doing that. And um, 
Jim Jordan is a big proponent of saying that that they we are governmentally funding uh, abortions. No, you're not. What you are governmentally funding is uh, pap smears and and breast exams and and things like that 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 are needed. They they use an abortion. They really don't want to do those other things either. They're just using abortion as like the face of the right. the argument. Right. They don't want to have to do those things for other people. That's, I don't understand why why our government officials fight so hard to keep money that they don't even know how much money is in the bank account of the country. Do you see what I'm saying with that? Mm-hmm. That you don't know what's in. No one has ever seen a bank statement that has floated around this country of the government, the U.S. government's total money. Never seen it. And no one knows what that bank account looks like because all they do is just generate more money. Mm -hmm. But I'm quite sure they have a a running tally of it. But No, it has a running tally. They know how much money they spent. They know how much money they've given away, but they don't know how much money is left. But but you have to also understand these people. Now, I I say it because this is their job and jobs give benefits. Mm -hmm. But these benefits are directly associated with them in their office and then the people who are paying taxes, they negate the fact that they are receiving the services that they want to cut off from other people. Mm -hmm. When you're in government, you automatically get a health insurance plan. Like it's not negotiable. That's a part of your job. And I don't understand how somebody can take that away from somebody else when you have it. And Mm -hmm. most, I'm not most, a lot of the positions, whether they uh, are currently there, meaning they retire, they keep that insurance. So mm-hmm. you still want to get rid of somebody's ability to be able to be healthy. It's the same thing now. Medicaid, they don't, if your teeth messed up, oh, your teeth are messed up. We don't think poor people need good teeth. What you need good teeth for? You poor. Mm, and it's the idea that that's, that's connected to everything else in your body. If I just went to the dentist. Bad, I had a, bu- a bunch of fun at the dentist. First of all, they treated me the cleanest. <laughs> I liked it because it, <laughs> you I, should be so cold over there. I like it because look, uh, so when I got there, so I go in the door, open the door, and you know, I was hesitant to open the door, so I had a napkin. <laughs> open the door, and I go in. I said, I'm here for my three o'clock appointment. She was like, Okay. So I went and sat down and I was uncomfortable with that. So I used some of the hand sanitizer in my pocket and wiped down the arms of the chair and the seat and stuff. And then I sat there. She was like, oh, oh, no, you don't have to wait there. I'll be telling everybody to wait in their truck. Perfect. I'm out of here. I'll be in the car. Call me when, you're, when I'm ready. Because I, I just felt so uncomfortable. I don't know how anybody else feels when they go to the doctors these days. I just don't want to be there. I don't want to yeah. be in no dentist's office. I did not want to go. But everybody in there was masked and goggled from head to toe, which made me feel a lot more comfortable. I seen them wash their hands every time they walked away from me. And when they came back, they washed their hands again. I was like, okay, I can get with this. Y'all are doing this right. It was only three people working. It was a receptionist. It was the, the dental assistant and the dentist. Perfect. They had divided everything up into two sections. So, and they had opened all the walls so they can just easily move from room to room and get the patients out as fast as possible. So it was uh, a chair here, a chair here. They put the x-ray machine in the middle. So they all they had to do was wrap the thing around, take the x-ray, push it back in the middle. It was just so set up so uniquely. Like I, you could see all the construction that hadn't even been completed that they had did to revamp this office to make it coronavirus ready. I was like, oh, okay, I picked the right dentist office. 
shout out to Dr. Abraham on um, Ingleside in Baltimore County. Okay. <clears throat> but imagine if you didn't get that choice. I know if it was not like that and I had walked in and it would have been like a regular dental office, I think I would have left because how did you clean? They, I mean, they cut down all the walls. There was no walls no more. So there's nowhere for the virus to catch on to if somebody just made a mistake and coughed. There was nothing right. for it to grab onto because there's no walls anymore. Everything is just an open space, the chair and all your dental equipment and stuff like that. And the x-ray machines, like I said, is right in the middle and they can wrap it around to that patient, take the picture, wrap it around to the other patient, take the picture and wipe it all off. I was like, this is what you, how you do it. This is how you get ready for taking patients. And then that part, that part about letting you wait in the car, that was everything to me. I didn't want to wait in that waiting room. It was only two seats. So that bitch would have been close to me. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just imagine if you didn't have that option. Right. Uh, or that choice. And people feel like people don't deserve it. And then on the flip side, you, you, distract people and cut people's opportunities so they don't get to that opportunity mm-hmm. to have that choice. So it's it's all the way around. Like I, I just don't understand. We would have less sick people if we focus on getting everybody healthy. I can't wait to see how the experience I have at Kaiser. I haven't gone back to Kaiser yet, but once I get there, I want to see what it is. I mean, it was already efficient in Kaiser. Because, you know, they call your number and you can go back and get your doctor's appointment stuff. And then when you go get your blood work. You don't work, even wait at Kaiser. When you don't wait. I've, I've never actually waited at Kaiser. I was always in and out. But mm-hmm. platinum. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I got platinum coverage. Sorry. Uh-uh. Um, not sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and you are, okay. you are entitled to that. You, I, I am. I pay for it. Job. It's my coin. But it's still like it should still be a, a a certain level of care that everybody can get. I agree. I totally agree. I wish everybody could be. If you pay a little bit more, then you should get a little bit more mm-hmm. service. And I wish everybody could be a patient at Kaiser. I mean, I, I really do believe they're like the one of the best healthcare systems around. Only only because the billing, I mean, the way they do business, it keeps all their billing inside. Mm-hmm. Everything which is internal, which means they can control cost. Co- they can really control cost. Yeah. And I like that format that they they do it. They they open up their own medical centers. All their doctors are under their own plan, so they can really they know what the salary of the doctor is and how much to charge you, versus you having to go in in network or out of network. That kind of crap that used to drive me crazy, especially trying to find a, a actual doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's you know and convenient. Yeah. Because when I was oh, before we went to Kaiser, I, I can't remember the insurance company we had, but oh, I tell you the story every time my bad experience over there at Maryland General, that's now the University of Maryland Midtown, and the bill that I got afterwards, which was eight hundred dollars, because they saw me at a hospital. Oh, and it was a doctor's appointment. It was a regular doctor's appointment I was going for, and the bill that came in the mail was eight hundred dollars because the doctor's office was inside of a hospital. Mm. So they charged me like I was coming to the ER. Right. No. <laughs> and who paid that bill? I have no idea. Ask about it. Okay. And never hit my credit, so maybe it was the wrong social. <laughs> it was the wrong social. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> it was the wrong social. That last digit. <laughs> that last digit. It was you. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> 
All you. right, so look, okay, so this article says what to do if an employee is arrested during the protest. And I brought this up because, you know, in my day job, I do a lot of HR stuff. And, and I thought this was convenient because they are basically stating that no one should change their policies just because somebody was arrested. But um, and that the employer should make the best decision for a no call, no show. So say, for instance, you got locked up last night because you were protesting and you didn't show up mm-hmm. to work the next day because you're in jail. And that's a no call, no show. But when you get out, you call your, your your job and let them know that you got locked up during a protest. Now, the question would have been, could, can the fact that you was protesting save your job? And this article is telling you, well, you shouldn't change your things, but you should have some kind of understanding, especially in this day and age, about people being about protesters. And the fact that it's a freedom of speech thing. And if you fire somebody, right. you could be violating their First Amendment rights. True. Because something that they were doing that was a part of their rights actually um, got them arrested at, you know, basically at no fault of their own unless they were doing something to damage. Like, there's a lot of people that their jobs have that um, you are still a representative even though you're off of work. Mm-hmm. I had that clause in my contract. Yeah. and mm-hmm. Which is why I don't talk about my job on air. Like, you don't know what I do at my job Mm -hmm. for a living. You just Mm -hmm. know I'm an accountant. So I don't talk about what we physically do at my job because that would be not not a part of this show anyway. And I only bring this up because it seems like uh, more jobs now are leaning towards like a lot of jobs are now posting Black Lives Matter, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Everybody's saying that we're we're in in this together um, (laughs) type of scenario. But I haven't actually heard about it. I just wanted to bring this up because I haven't actually heard about anybody being terminated from their job because they were protesting. But this information is good to know to check your manuals and your policies to make sure if there is that clause in there that says that whatever you do off duty is actually a representation of the work you do here at at this at so-and-so at Rite Aid at Walgreens or whatever the company that you work for is because they do have grounds to terminate you. Mm-hmm. And it's not a violation of your First Amendment rights. It's because of whatever you did, protesting or whatever, that you, your rights may have been violated, but the job did not. You did not show up to work. Period. That is a no call, no show. That's grounds for termination. Definitely. Whether you were locked up or not. <laughs> yeah. Because already derogatorily, that locked up part is the problem. Yeah. And that's a representation of you, not mm-hmm. of the employer. The employer yeah. didn't want to hire anybody that has been locked up. You gave them that opportunity to find things fire like you. that. I've I've had to um, make hard decisions because of things like that. Mm-hmm. Because in the school system, there are a lot of rules based off of certain things that you do. Mm-hmm. Like if if a parent sees me at a certain type of environment. They're there, but if they see me there, they're allowed to say, I don't want this ch- this teacher at this school anymore. And I would be removed before they tell that teacher, I'm that parent, that it's none of their concern. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been hard trying to navigate, not necessarily, I'm not doing anything reckless, but it's hard always thinking like, will this come back to the school that I work at? 
and it's it's something that I I, I try not to think about as much, but you you can't help it because all these rules, these morality rules and clauses that are in contracts are really meant to just stifle you. Like mm-hmm. you can't look for another job, you can't do certain things, you can't say certain things, having a radio show, having a certain opinion. That's why I just I've only ever had certain guests for my show. Mm-hmm. I never really tried to be too controversial in my guests because if, if a parent watches it and sees me, then they can say something. That's right. They can take it to the school board or whatever the case may be right. and, and try to get you turned. I'll lose every time. All right. So here's what this attorney had to say about it, though. He says, employers should apply their attendance policies consistently. So meaning don't, uh, this means that this policy will still stand if you protest, okay? Understand the differences between an arrest and a conviction. So if you do have scrutiny to make sure it wasn't a conviction, you might can save your job. And review state and local laws on political expression and this is the part I'm talking about, off-duty conduct. If your off-duty conduct interferes with the mission of your employer, that is still grounds for termination. So your arrest becomes a conviction that is off-duty as an affliction on you working for another company. And that's so, hard because it, it can, it's been helpful because a lot of these Karens have been fired because of those things. Off-duty conduct can get so you it's, fired. Here's what it takes, Chuck. Karen in the it's woods. The Karen. Karen in yep. the woods watching Birdwatcher. <laughs> Yep. That's why she yep. got fired. It's the Karen. So it says employees who are arrested during a protest may not be able to notify their managers before the start of their shift, which is a, vi- a violation of the company's attendance policy. So um, the question is, is how should you handle that? Well, first, you need to read your handbook, figure, figure out what's going on and why, and if this mm-hmm. is going to affect you. Secondly, tell them what was, ha- tell your employer why you were arrested you were protesting da, 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 da. now they in, in all likelihood if they are in support of you they will support your arrest mm-hmm. i've actually some seen some employers actually pay the legal fees of somebody that was arrested for protesting that's not here. typical but it, it happens uh the other part of that is <laughs> it can really turn negative on behalf of your employer for terminating you for protesting because that shows that their side, it it almost could feel like they're siding with the uh, adverse side. Mm -hmm. And then the protest will start at Papa. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Wherever you work, wherever you work, the protest will now move into that position and who wants that negative attention. So they usually try to squash these situations before they get to the point of being fired. Right. They'll try to discuss right. it with you and what happened, what happened. And then they'll explain to you that you, I mean, if you're going to protest, you're going to have to protest like anybody else if you want to keep it working here. That's the hard yeah. part on those whole situations. I just wanted to explain that. Just in case that was for somebody, anybody that needed to know the legal ramifications for getting involved in protests and possibly getting fired. Because just think of Ruby. What's her name? Ruby, um, the white girl that's an activist. I don't know what I'm talking about, right? With the deep voice. I don't know why. That was the deep voice. Um, what's her name? Ruby, uh, Rubia, not Ruby. Rubia Garcia. Sorry, Rubia. Ooh. Yeah, Rubia Gar- Garcia. 
I love her. She's my, one of my favorites. She's from New. Um, I'm surprised you don't know her name from Louisiana, from New Orleans. She used to be a teacher, and then she's a full time activist. Um, all the reason why I brought her up is because I know that she had gone through those issues with her activism as she was becoming bigger and bigger and bigger in her activism. Where her, now her videos, you know, she gets over a million views every time she does mm-hmm. a live video, and. Well, that's the school system because mm-hmm. they'll cut you down immediately. Yeah, they so this year she finally left her job and said, I'm going to become a full-time activist and this is what I want to do. And she's been protesting every day in every different city um, from, you know, since all of this stuff started happening. So wow. I just wanted to give a shout out to her. I like her a lot. Oh, okay. I mean, I brought that up because she went through that same situation with the school system and, you know, what she mm-hmm. does on the outside of her job and not matching with the okay. job that she well, was getting. What she was doing was speaking out against the powers that be. Exactly. The and then she does the, and the union. Exactly. The union and the government. And she was doing a whole lot of talking and she was getting noticed. And, and then they started interfering with her job. And, yeah. you know, you know how getting famous happens, you know. You get the, the same death, thing that death had the threats and all that kind the, of stuff. Uh, the book of the article waiting on Superman. The mm-hmm. same thing happened to her. Yeah. Like, Exa- yeah, exactly. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think about um, the remdesivir uh, after this cycle of coronavirus treatments that they're going to raise that price to almost $3,000? For a treatment? Mm-hmm. Oh man! This is what they're using to, you know, help you with your congestion and your in in the respiratory infection. So right now, I guess they give it away for like two hundred and something dollars when you, um, you have the virus in the hospital. But um, Gilead Sciences announced um, today that the price would go to three thousand one hundred and twenty dollars for patients with private insurance, and two thousand three hundred and forty dollars for people uh, with government insurance. And how do they expect to pay that? I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get any of it. It's Gilead. It's a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Everything that they do, but the moment they right, but they, they I, the, the question the that everybody keeps having is that they got governmental funding to create this drug. So they right. so we already so, paid for it. Exactly. Uh, it's, 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 this is just like what we were talking about last week. Remember when I said. How are you yeah. telling us that you we have to pay for something that we gave you the money to find, like the vaccine? When they come up with the vaccine, yeah. we may have to pay for that. But why are we paying for something that you used our funds to pay for? Mm-hmm. You mentioned the so what happens too. and you are a private company. Right. But what happens when you catch it for the second time or the third time? We'll pay that fee, everything. Oh, I forgot about your person that got this for a second time. It's and did you read it? Right. Yeah. Funny. Funny. I, read, I read it. Fix yeah. on lips. The female, I read that from Texas. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. I don't, I don't have that. I got a whole life. I got rent. I got other bills. I'm. I can't pay that type of money. Well, everybody. I mean, that's what I. I feel. I just feel so sorry for everybody. That's like. I don't feel. I mean, I don't kind of feel sorry because some of these people cause it on themselves. But I feel bad for those that are in the hospital right now that don't know what's going to be the outcome of their treatment. First of all, whether they survive or die, um, you know, survive right. or die. And right. then next, the next thing you're going to have to deal with is all those hospital bills that are going to hit you at once. 
after yeah. almost I just don't understand this country in the way that it's operating right now, where this mm. is not just being taken care of all across the board. You knew this was coming. Yeah. Well, I understand it perfectly. They don't care. Right. The people who are making the decisions have perfect health care. Yeah, they are financially true. stable. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're not worried about people who can't afford it because, oh, well, you are casualty of this, 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 this virus, this mm -hmm. pandemic. They're not worried about that. As we're approaching That's now 130,000 deaths and 2.6 million we're cases. We're now going into phase two here in Maryland after a spike of over 9,000 people in another state. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, they don't care. I, I mean, you are absolutely like, right yeah. in saying that because I don't know why that hasn't triggered for everything to shut down, down again. Like we <laughs> got to get that under control because people are still moving from state to state, and if you're still moving from I, state I to state, eventually mayor, it's going to get back here. Mm -hmm. Acting Mayor Jack Young, he don't give a fuck no more. You, I said that when he when he uh, went ahead and opened up for everything can just go ahead and open up on Friday. I yeah. said that he he has no political. It, there, there's nothing that he can politically fight anymore because he's out of a job in a couple months. Yeah, but they, they're, they're, trying to pay, they're not trying to pay us another stimulus. That's what that reason. But my thing is, because you don't have a job in a couple months, this is when you can make all the decisions you need to right, right now. now. You yes. should have kept this bitch closed. Yes. Yeah. Like this is the time that you should have been standing up for everybody. For no, you have nothing politically to gain at this point it, because you are no out money. of a job come November. Like oh, what is going on? Say that I don't again, think Nate. He would actually leave office with a better reputation than he's had throughout. Uh, uh, he has. Hey, he doesn't have a reputation because. But I'm saying something like this at the end of the at the end of the day, the numbers that will spike here in the next month. Mm -hmm. I just I can't imagine you saying, "Oh, those not that's Florida, that's not here." Mm -hmm. But people are traveling now to Florida. Right. Yeah. To Baltimore City. Like I don't I don't get the rational thinking okay? of these Mind people. Business. <laughs> what did what did you say, Lindsay? I I, I just said it's crazy, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you say I don't you didn't think it was him. I think it was who? I thought you said I don't think it's him. Mayor Young. No, I said I said I think it's crazy. Mm. No. It's weird. That's the same, but right now he no. has the oh, power. What I was saying was I don't think it's in Mayor Young to stand up. He just doesn't affect it seemed to me to be I mean he stood up for two what was guy. it four weeks? He had the, the power to yeah, stand up for the four then weeks. He gave into the pressure. But then he gave Dixon, into the pressure. Like I don't get it. Like what pressure yeah. do you have to Dixon you can have, have everybody in this state hate you at this point. Like, why are you worried about pressure when you you leaving? This is it. You have no job. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is open for you. I don't. I mean, you're going home. <laughs> I guess he wanted. I guess he wanted people to be like, well, you know, to thank him for opening back up before he left. Well, you know. But what? I'm not going to thank you when I die. Oh. Right. <laughs> it's, right. it's not going to happen. You're not going to get that thanks you think you're going to get. Right. <laughs> and I was going to receive for me being in the cemetery, but I'm not even going to be in the cemetery. I'm going to buy a pine box in somebody's track the trailer. And your, and your basement. You will be back in that basement. <laughs> I'm not just saying, like, you, you have no reason 
to actually fall victim to dictator to anybody dictating anything to you make yeah, a yeah, right yeah. make the right decisions you know what's right because you've been practicing in that even after hogan opened the state last month you've been practicing okay. it everything okay. here was still closed i mean i understand we got down to zero deaths a day i mean and that, and that was good that's perfect but this isn't over no, and not. now allowing people that, can, that you can have mass groups. Why? Why are you allowing that? Why would you say that? Out your, like, really, like out of your mouth, you said, OK, at five o'clock on Friday, you can now do whatever. But that was only announced after we found out that they the number spiked in Florida. Right. The highest in this whole time is spiked. Mm -hmm. And you still decided to do it this way. Like I even mm -hmm. Hogan, I can't imagine. Somebody with the pre-existing health conditions that he has make it right. saying this is okay. Right. You're saying that this is okay. You're allowing people who don't make good decisions to help you make a decision. Yeah. Like I just that's I was, I'm trying to remember where I was this weekend where it was like a rotate uh, um a robo door because I went in and I came right back out. It was some oh, it was Royal Farms. I needed some gas bad too. And I went right in. It was a line of people and I walked right back out. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care how far apart y'all are. If I see more than 10 people, that first person that coughed, we all did. <laughs> I said to you when I when I went, I stayed in a hotel for a week. The first one I went to, mm -hmm. like nobody had masks. It was mm. people from they all wasn't from Baltimore, and they were coming here for vacation mm. and that money that they got. A vacation here? Oh, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, people want to get out. So I if get I, it. maybe I'm gonna go down to the other end of 295. I I'm get it. Go. I wanted to go to a hotel too, but I changed my whole perspective on it. I, I'm okay. I'll well, just I'll put I some curtains up, man. I just make it look I different. I'm just gonna make it look different. Reason and and you still have to make choices for yourself. Mm, I'm gonna and change I'm my room around. I'll just move a dresser way. too. I'll make it look different. I feel just like a hotel. Get some candles. Get some of that spray that's called new hotel smell. They really are just they delusional because they don't feel like this is a real disease anymore. They feel like we've been the people who are going hard so they don't have to wear masks no more. Like they're mm. likening this to when they were arguing against. Are you people. talking about that meeting down in my um in Miami that went off rail? Yeah. I mean in Jacksonville, where the people were talking about you can't take my my what is what you say my God given. The God-given air to breathe. Yes. <laughs> Who is trying to take your air, man? They are arguing. What's that the it's mask? What's the face mask? The mask. their argument is that it's what? hard to breathe through the mask, but it's hard to breathe. It is. No, it's hard to breathe when you don't have the right kind of mask. Yes, it is. I agree. You, you, so if you, you realize... if you have a nail, I mean, because N95 masks are now available. They're very breathable. And um, they're have, disposable. I have it, it, and they're very breathable, right? Yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. So if you have the right mask, then you, you can breathe. If you're not going to get the ones with uh, without the know, hole, still, with the I filter. I really feel protected with the mask on because I was just standing behind a man. Well, I was 
two people behind the man. And we was, um, you know, okay, we were six feet apart, but he's still in his nap. <laughs> right, but it's, it's supposed to be hitting the mask and coming back on him. That's his germs. Um, I felt like it went. <laughs> That's his germs. Out yeah, and I was like, okay, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I, but no, that was that that was your alarm. That was your alarm to leave. It ain't yeah, no, it ain't no look. Like, it's like, oh no. Yeah, I was like, I told my coworker like, I can't work. We can't. We can't eat here. We gotta go down there. Look, I was standing. Acceptable now to say that, right? It's socially acceptable to say, can you back up? It's a spot right there. You see that on that floor? That's what you're supposed to be. Oh my gosh, dang. I gotta start writing my things down because I had two of those incidents. Okay, first of all, I was um I can't remember what day it was, but I was in Panda Express one of these days this weekend. And mm-hmm. it just so Panda happened Express? they opened up the in the indoors is open now, not the seating. You can't sit down, but you can come indoors right. to pick and order your food and then leave. Mm-hmm. So I was in there. Matter of fact, that was Saturday. Um, so I was in there and I was, and, and the first thing I said when I got in line, like any last one of y'all cough, I'm out of here. You said that? Yeah. Cause I ordered, I didn't, re- I didn't realize that I, cause I ordered my food off of their website. So it should have been ready right. when I got there and all I had to do was pick right. it up. But when I got there, there was a line and there's no way to get around these people to get up to the cash register just to pick up your food. You have to stand in the line and it got six right. feet, you know, spaces at a, apart. <sighs> Okay. And it was like five, six people in there and then four employees. That's too many people in one restaurant for me. <laughs> so I said that. I said, um, what, if y'all got a cough, I need y'all to get out of line and go outside. Simple as that. That's all I have to say because I'm here now. <laughs> I don't know why it was about oh. me. I don't know why it was okay. about me but at that point, but it was because I, I, I don't go inside the stores no more. And if I would have knew that I had to go inside, I would have ordered my food when I got home. Right. And had it delivered. That was surprising to me. I'd rather, if I was going to go to the store, I like the way they just had you pick your food up at the side door. They hand it to mm-hmm. you like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out the yeah. side of the door. Shoot. You know, nowadays they got the bucket and they just pass you the food. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a stick like uh, Red Robin. Yeah, I'm I said, oh, I feel so, I feel so infected. Give me this. Little Red Robin. What's her name? Little Red Robin Hood. Ain't that her name? Oh yeah, well you put this stuff on. You put stuff on the stuff. <laughs> Just give it to me like that. I can take it like that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. and then the other incident. I was at the supermarket, huh. and I don't know why she brought everybody with her to the market. Like it was like five kids, and and then a parent, oh, and then then an older sister, that. and then and then the mother. Like why you didn't leave her in, either in the car or at home with the kids? Yeah. Because yeah. here I am, I'm in self-checkout. I ain't had that much stuff. So I'm in self-checkout, getting ready to check out my stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, I gotta bag it myself. So the whole time I'm looking at them like they in the middle of the in the middle of the aisle that you exit out the market. So they're blocking up this whole aisle, this whole entire entourage. And I'm looking down at the aisle, like slowly looking like, okay, y'all gonna exit the store, y'all gonna leave. No. So all right, I'm still bagging my stuff. I'm almost done. Put it in the cart, they still not going. Okay, we're gonna have a problem. All right, so here I go pushing my cart. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know why y'all had to. You brought all these goddamn people with you in the first place. <laughs> you is so bad. <laughs> Cause they said it was not social distancing. It was too many people with her. 
and they're all together, then they move right. So if they all got it, now everybody in the whole entire supermarket front end has it because they all touching stuff. <laughs> kids is picking up candy, putting it back and shit. You know, kids don't like to wash their I hands. Excuse you. Look, I'm upset. Look. <laughs> I'm still mad about that because I was like, gosh, why you had to bring all these people with you? It's a, it's a real she didn't have that much stuff in her car, so they all did not have to come inside. And you know she told them not to touch nothing. They're not even thinking, okay, you don't want to wear a mask, but you can possibly kill somebody else. Several different people, because you are choosing to do something for you, but you don't even want to stay in the house and not wear a mask. That was my point. You should have left them home. You could have left them at home and came into your marketing. Or left them outside in the car, let them outside on the front of the market, they could have played. There's a little grass field over there behind the dumpster. I mean, not a dumpster. Left them home. Yeah, I agree. It only takes one. They could have went to the dollar to store, go. got them. No, okay, that's the same difference. So, no, it only takes one to two people to go. Right. I just, no I, it, 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 it was pissing me off because I was eyeing them the whole entire time. Actually, that we was in the market because every seems like every time I went down the aisle, here they come. So I'm running. Like Walmart has pickup, so Uber could have picked up your stuff. And what it okay. <laughs> I hate. I hate it. Do, do you understand? You go to the mall with me. I mean, to the market with me. You gonna be in and out in less than fifteen minutes because I'm not playing. I already know what I came here for. I actually yeah. know this market now by heart. So when I go down the aisle, and I'm that, I always go down the aisle when I'm by myself too, because I don't want to be with nobody else. We don't need to be that close together because these the aisles are only six feet apart. So how are you going to scoot past me and stay social distance? Doesn't work, right? That means you better because you're still now you're too close. <laughs> I see a lot of people, and I can attest to this because at one point I was only going to the market every Sunday, mm-hmm. and that's across the street. But that was like my outing for a day. So people had turned that into an outing. Mm-hmm. So they go take all the kids because the kids ain't been out of the house. And not thinking, no, this is a controlled environment. You can't bring all these people. That's why I'm, start, I'm need, going to the market now. I'm officially starting like to go to the market now. Go out the house. I'm going to the market now during senior citizen hour. That's it. Oh, at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm ready to go with them oh than God. anybody else. I cannot get with anybody else. But, do you, but, but see, I, I've done that a couple of times too, but you do know, like, you have to wait outside and they only let a few people in. And at a time. time. I'm fine with that. Yeah, my, my shoppers is never busy, super busy, but that day it was. It was a Saturday. That day yeah. it was. But it, my I'm shoppers is never usually super busy, and and that's why they they, they when they they call it the senior citizen day, but they just let everybody in because it's never that busy. Yeah, you can still go, but they'll they still you have to have to wait outside, mm-hmm. and they only let a few people into the market at a time. I'm not telling nobody no more where my shoppers is well, because that's where I things start to go wrong. That I have kids, they be like, "Mommy, no, we're just gonna chill in the house." Okay, see you later. <laughs> 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 they don't want to go nowhere. My and son be like, hey, you better wear your mask too, mommy. <laughs> and I get it being an outing, but places like that is just not the take them to the park or somewhere where right. it's open air. But you know they change. Mind you, parks. okay, so all right, I, I unfortunately now yeah, I do yeah. have to tell you where my shop is. It's on Fort Avenue. Fort Avenue is two, not even two blocks away from the harbor. She could have dropped them kids off right there. Let them play right there by the water. Don't get in. 
for play and by the water. Been the first person to say seven hundred right there by Rusty Scuppers. They could have been right there at the harbor while she was at the market. They gonna call the police on them, baby. That's true. She went. Money about to get that lady locked up. No, it's a park right there. They could have been in the little park right there next to Rusty's well, Cuppers parking lot. No, by the harbor. You know, the park area by the harbor where the chairs and stuff is. They could have been right there while she was in the market getting the food and then she just swing back and pick them up. She probably one of them parents that won't swing back. Right. She's going to keep them going home. That's a way home. He is five dollars. That's child abandonment. They was they was young though. They was like eight, nine. Maybe younger than that. Well, she could have called a friend, an aunt. Oh, but you, you just you still stuck on the consensus just to leave them home. They, but them I thought you said they needed some air. And keep it moving. <laughs> I thought you said they needed some air. Oh, well, they got air in the backyard. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move Bring on to Planet, Planet Fitness. Okay, so I don't understand why you don't listen. So hopefully y'all listening this time. Yeah. Because I've now done, I think I've done a Planet Fitness story now probably, what, four times since March? Yeah. Maybe more than that. It could have been like an every week thing from March through from March through April. Because I don't understand. I don't understand why you would even attempt. I just want to make this clear. Why would you even attempt to go to a gym? I mm-hmm. asked that question to my friend who was going to the gym. I said, why are you going to the gym and you know that this is it? He said, so? I said, well, he was like, I wear my mask. I wear my gloves. I sanitize when I'm done. And you look like a I complete nutball in the gym with the gloves. And- <laughs> yeah. But he said a lot of people be with masks and some of them have, some have gloves. But he said, you know. I do what I do. He said, I, I wipe the bars down. I'm the ones, I the ones without the gloves, the ones that have it. It's in the air. Most, most it's air. everywhere. You, <sighs> but that you was the, the thing they said the now, is that air conditioning is not good for this, this, this virus because it gets into your circulation mm-hmm. and then it circulates. Well, that's why they say don't go indoors. Don't be indoors. Don't do the indoor thing with a group of people. Why are you not listening? I mean, some of this stuff is like math. This well, plus this really, equals this. really created a narrative that this is a hoax. I get yeah, that, but you got to also, yeah, I mean, have. everybody has discernment. You also have discernment, so you actually have understanding of what things, what happens. But discernment like, requires common sense, and these people are lacking that. that just like this cancel me, and like I don't understand. She was like, "Cause God, um, I can't believe you're trying to take away my God-given air." Like, like what? But my friend, yeah, my friend was like, "I mean, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. At least I'll be fit when I go." And I'm like, "But you don't. At least you're gonna be fit when you go. You're gonna be your no. Your bones don't remain fit. Your skin drops off those bones, sir. You're gonna be dead." The skin doesn't right. stay forever. Like you're basically <laughs> the only thing that's gonna be there is the bones. That's it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you let him. I want you to show him this video so he understand <laughs> that you will not be fit in your casket because they're gonna flush your system with a bomb. They're gonna flush that system with a bombing fluid, and they're gonna put you in a casket and let your skin drop off your bones. But if this was yeah. a thing where it wasn't contagious, like it is. 
that'll be like, okay, you make those decisions. Mm. It's like smoking. You make that decision for you. And it doesn't necessarily affect people because people can move away from you. Mm. But something like this, you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know who got it. You don't know right. how you get it. Mm. Something right. like this. And it's, I understand the idea of fear tactics, but we don't have a choice because it's a real thing. A hundred and some thousand odd people have died in this country alone. In this like, country so alone. In this country alone. And they have, they have now officially... Real. They have now officially said the United States is the worst, mm -hmm. the worst country yeah. that has it. Some of I my friends it. in other countries, they really think we're crazy. I have a friend in Switzerland. A couple of friends are, are army bases in Africa. Not to mention they we've now really, been banned from going to anywhere in the right. EU. But people are really critiquing how we're handling it. They don't understand how we have these 50 United States. And one is opening, and the other one is closing, and the other one is spiking. So that one, they don't understand. I, we don't understand. I don't understand. Too. We don't understand. Nobody understands, Me and nobody neither. is getting. And this isn't going to get any better. I don't know how long, much longer I'm going to be here. I don't understand. I, I swear, I, I got to get me, me a boat. I'm get me a boat, and me I'm just going to sit in the water. I'm working on getting my passport. Y'all, right I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I do this show every week to try to give you all a little bit of understanding of what goes on in my mind and why I think things are stupid. But this is dumb. This is <laughs> fucking nuts. No, definitely. I've is. had to That's cut it. back on some people who have told me that this is not real. I have. I don't answer the phone for them no more. This is I don't want to hear the conspiracy theories and the hopes theories. This is out of. This is freaking nuts. This is nuts. <laughs> it doesn't make any kind of sense. I don't get it. You can't just sit back and say, I don't believe it's happening when, I mean, like, you think the number is on your, I mean, I understand people in the media thing, but at a certain point, it doesn't become, it has to become knowledgeable that this is actually happening. Right. It is. Like, you don't know it any nurses, happened. like how you, how you don't know any nurses or you haven't come across any nurses because it means that you don't go to the doctors. I mean, your doctors are actually telling you, so you don't believe your doctor. This is the person that you chose to take care of your health care and your doctor is telling you it's real and you don't believe that person, that person you don't believe. Oh. Like, how is that possible? Because like you said yeah. before, it's not hitting them and their families. So. Right. But yeah. your doctor is telling you it's hitting them. They know right. they treating people right now, and then she came in and treated you. But people don't care unless it's their big mama or their little. That's what I mean. If it's just not affecting their family, they but, can hear the, but that's again. That's why I said I, you got. I don't understand that because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, like now I'm coming to y'all in the mind of me. This is talk lately with Marnie because I don't know anybody that has it, but I know Nate knows somebody that has it. Lindsay knows has it. Yeah, I, I know Lindsay knows somebody that has it or had it because they kept they're gone. Yeah. I think I mean it's like but some people are so like okay in my job I was told it was a client that was coming in that had it. Oh and well I'm I'll be at home. I'll be at home and y'all gotta get this bitch sanitized before I'm I come saying, back. But they're telling me, oh no, is you know, his blood work came back a little, you know, funny. But he has to be retested. I'm like, no, well, it's in that man's system. funny about that. He's got it. It's in that man's system. Oh, he's asymptomatic. I don't care. I'm not, but and you, your answer should have been, I'm not asymptomatic because I don't have it. 
So he might be asymptomatic. Again, it's a virus. So he's still shedding cells. Right. So he could get you infected. Exactly. And that's what I keep And he'll be fine because he's asymptomatic. So he's going to be fine. You may not be. Right. And then I have to explain them like, my child. And see, people don't understand what the word asymptomatic means. That means you don't have any symptoms, but you have the virus. You have it. You're just not having any symptoms. They don't believe that. But see, I thought this this last week between the nine thousand spike and what's the uh, comedian dropping on stage? D.L. Higley. D.L. Higley. Yeah. The fact oh, that he dropped on stage. Yeah, right on stage. On stage in the middle of the And then found out he had it. Yeah, yeah but the God. idea of you still doing the but, idea. But did he get right? And did he get it from his audience? Yeah, and now everybody is panicking because they feel like okay, they was exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Because you went out to a damn comedy. But that's show. your and it, you shouldn't even be panicking, oh. not panicking. Why are you panicking? What you, you panicking went, for? You, you right. paid for a corona seat. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. How Don't panic it. now. Like, Don't panic it. now. It's not so what you gonna try now? now what y'all gonna try to see real. him because you got the corona seat and you got the front, especially the people in the front row. You definitely we should be happy that you got it. Clap. Give it. He said. He said clearly. He said he had no signs. He just felt exhausted, mm-hmm. and that was his normal feeling mm-hmm. from traveling. Right. But he set up a comedy show. Like I right. That it. that part is his but, fault. But it's not his fault that he didn't know he had coronavirus. That's not his fault. I, I'm, I'm just like, like I'm a lot of in all of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like his I fault that he gave it to you because y'all came out anyway in the middle that's of the right. pandemic. That's but see, right. that's what I'm saying. Like I have to when explain he, to them he, that my kids, have, my son has a, a weak immune system. Mm-hmm. So any little change or anything that goes on, he he's liable to catch that. Mm-hmm. So then it's going to be looking like, oh, yeah. well, I guess you're not going to be able to make it to work that. No! Y'all did this to me. Let me bring this back around like, to Planet you know Fitness I mean? too. People don't care <clears throat> because you said bring it back around. What? I got to come back to Planet Fitness because I still have to explain like why you shouldn't be inside of a building with a group of people. Right, Monty. Monty. <laughs> yes, Monty. Mm-hmm. I, I have to go. Okay, it's been That's, great talking to you guys, fine. and I will catch. Are you doing the show tomorrow? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I will talk to you tomorrow uninterrupted. All right. That's Lindsay. Good night, Nate. <laughs> so I have to explain, though, um, re re explain again on why you should not be in uh, a building, uh, especially working out with your blood pressure all up and your your respiration all up. I mean, the, the whole point of you working out is so you can get your heart rate up and get your respiratory system functioning. So while you're doing all of that with the heaving and hoeing and sh- and you're sucking in more air than you would in a regular breathing setting. So as you're sucking in more air, you're sucking in air, debris, and guess what? The virus. Yep. That you may not have had when you first walked in the door, but those six, seven, eight, nine, ten other people got infected, could have gotten infected by one person that they breathed in, in, went to change stations, please, Got on the next machine and breathed it at you. Now you're infected. That's two. Because who has time to wipe down what they exactly? Move they was the like the transmission rate is from two to three people. Okay, exactly. not when you're in an enclosed space. It's not just two to three people because you breathe out 
that goes out eight feet. Now imagine when you're breathing out and you're running on a treadmill, that's going out an extra six feet. So now we're up to 18 feet of you breathing to the people in front of you, to the people in back of you, and to the people on the side of you because it's spreading like this. It's the same thing that's happening even with some of the outdoor groups that are forming. Like a friend of mine who's doing it now is mad that I didn't want to join him, but I'm watching you all on on the, the your Facebook and you're not far enough for me. No. Like, and you're not practicing. You're just pretending like you're practicing and you're still getting in your workout. But I don't understand wanting to be healthy. I'm I'm doing it myself now. I just ate a slice of pizza, so I, I'm mine. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to be safe and not get myself in danger or anybody else in danger. And I understand this is an inconvenience to everybody. But we really have to take it seriously because mm-hmm. all of these people in this country alone have died. Friends, sick, friends have died, been asking me to come outside now died. for two weeks. Asking me to come outside. We over here. We over here. We over here. And, you know, my my rule is that I'm not coming outside to 2021 or when until there's a cure, really. So, um, well, let's so I've been telling people, and like they've been like, really, you seriously not coming outside? Like, I don't understand why people don't take my word. Like when I say it, it's it's real. I don't joke like that. Right, it's not a joking. Right. This is not a joking situation. Like I know yeah. people now today. From so when we were first talking about this Planet Fitness thing, I knew no one that had it. Now today, I know several people that had it, and good thing for them, they survived. But you still you got know, it. They're not selling you. But they're you still got it. Anything. So now I'm fear. I'm still fearful for you. But you, you, it's a virus. You, the virus didn't die. It's still in you. That's not how viruses work. They go dormant, or they multiply. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so if you had it, Absolutely. you still have it, and you can still get people sick. And I need y'all to realize that that it did not go anywhere. You still are infected. Like AIDS people don't go around talking about, well, my T cells are low, so I can have sex with you. No condom. That's not how it works. They still have it. That's crazy. These are the same things. Is they're both viruses, HIV and Corona. Same damn thing. And they both kill us. But I'm 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 worried one because if this coronavirus, if it's understandable how you get certain diseases like HIV it's you 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 can pretty much know how you get it so it's really your choice well, if you're not to continue doing those things but you we don't know how you get we've known how it can be transmitted yeah HIV is not airborne but this is airborne yeah, this can be but airborne. And, and, and even with it being airborne you don't know the person that you're talking to whether they have it Right. We've been so focused on making money. But that's why I said you got to treat this as if this was a sexually transmitted disease that is in the air. Uh We would all die if it was sexually transmitted. It is, though. That's what I'm saying. It is sexually transmitted. You can get it through the semen of a man. But even, but even, so say that's the only way you could get it. Oh, say, okay. It would be controlled. We would know. So you'd be like, nope, I ain't doing that. Or right. I take my chances. But this one, you could walk. It's people who have been inside this whole that's what I'm th- And that's what I'm saying. This is 10 times kind of worse. And the yes. death rate is faster than mm-hmm. HIV. And you don't know from person to person what it's going to do to your body. 
Yeah. Like this is not a fear factor, and I hate that you know I'm bringing the show down this way. I mean, this is the information it's show. Not, but if you bring. That's what I say. This is an information show, and y'all need to realize that. That look, I ain't looking for no one. I'm not searching for no one, and I don't want anyone. And I'm busy, and I don't want your germs in here. This is a clean and zone. Is in a healthcare environment, and she is. That's what this is. This is a how This is clean. It's any safe room, and it's going to be that way. You got coming here to shed your skin flakes. You're not coming here to shed your your mouth juice. None of that. Yeah, I don't have no water. We ain't got no sugar. We ain't and got I no flour, like and we ain't got thing, nothing to disperse because this I ain't the like store. You think it's bullcrap? It's bullcrap. Like they I stopped by a uh, friends of mine weeks. stopped by the other day. Where they stop at? Out front. I've been asking for two weeks. Let me get the. I need to pay for the sheet to know the temperatures and the borderlines and stuff like that. I have yet to see. I am not standing up there taking nobody's temperature, checking nobody in. I'm not doing that. And they don't understand that. You give me this little funky ass plexiglass, but you don't protect me on all sides. You just do the front, but they still got to walk in on the side to get to me. And look, I wrote down all the questions that they asked me in the dentist's office. Where's that list at? Yeah, we have a list of things, but it's, you know how. Have you? It was like one of the questions was like, "Has your nose been running in the, the past country? two days? Have you left the country yeah. in the past fourteen days? Has your nose been running in the last fourteen days? Yeah. Have you had any yeah. breathing issues in the last fourteen days? Have you been around anyone that is exposed to it? You're, exactly. Yeah, and these I are all legitimate questions that I want to ask everybody that I come in contact with. Yeah, but those those are legitimate questions. But they still could be anything. They still lie. No, I know, but that's a precaution that we're trying to figure out and, and, right. and to see if you have it without even without being able to test you. Right. Those right. were the questions that a medical professional asked you. I said, "Oh, I like these questions. I'm going to write these down and I'm going to use these in real life." Have you been out of yeah. the country in 14 days? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> when yeah, the last? When is the last time you had sex? Like, <laughs> well, look, we're in the we're in the change of a season. So it could be allergies. It could be coronavirus. I, the fact that we don't know, there's no way to pinpoint it. Mm -hmm. the flu, there's a there's a way to pinpoint it. Right. If you have a couple questions, a couple tests. Okay, this is what it is. Right now, we don't have that. So I don't. And you can also pinpoint how you got it if you don't go nowhere. You won't. You can pinpoint how you did not get it if you don't go nowhere. I, I mm -hmm. just think we are uh, people around the country are laughing at us. And I'm, a world around the us. world are laughing at around us. the world are laughing at us because we we are so it. dumb. We're so we'll open up Maryland. Baltimore stays closed, but we'll open up PG and Hartford County and Cecil County. We are in the same state. There are truck drivers making deliveries screen. throughout all of these states and cities and counties. So they they're turning it, mm -hmm. you know. It, it is crazy. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I really don't get our sensibility. I, I, the government, they always been crooked. I don't have anything. The, the pharmaceutical companies, they always been crooked. Mm. We have to have more common sense than them. We have yeah. to. Know, I can say it was only five people that died, and they're making a big deal out of it. But these are hundreds of thousands of people who have died. This sentence right here says the actual numbers are believed to be much higher due to testing shortages, many unreported cases, and, and I said and that in the beginning. And suspicions that some governments are hiding the scope of their nation's outbreak. I, I said that in the beginning. We've been saying that from the beginning, mm -hmm. Like these numbers aren't necessarily correct. 
Because but that's why we, and, and that's exactly why, you know, your president keeps saying, um, well, you're seeing more cases because we're testing, testing more. Yeah, no, the cases had already existed. We tested right. and found out they, they're, they're there. So that's not the same thing as, so he was like, we need to do less testing. What? Like, what is I don't understand. No, you need to find the ones that have it and treat them before they die. Exactly. What the hell do you mean exactly. do less testing? See, this is why you're out for you. This is why you got a warrant out for your arrest now because you don't know how to talk to people. That's you don't I think Secret Service should go ahead and just give them to him. That's what I think should happen. Secret Service should go in and march his ass right over to a plane and take him out of here. Give him to him. Get him out of here. He the reason why we have this crap anyway. And that's my thing. This this while he's sleeping, he's taking his cat nap. Just put the pillow right there. Chastity said, y'all are so on point. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. <laughs> they say it to me. Just say, hey, let's go for a jog. Push right, let's go for a jog, and we're going to just push you in a trunk and just take you over to an airplane and just let's get you out of here. God, he's showing the press conferences, and he got the people around him. I just, in my mind, I just want all of them to just surround him and just start coughing. Because I want him to like combust from the inside out. <laughs> Everybody know I hate a poll, but all of the polls are showing like Biden with like double digit leads and all this other kind of stuff. And I hate polls. I hate polls. I hate polls. I hate it when we used to do them here. And anybody that sees him as but I see how desperate he is like now, and it's just getting worse and worse as November approaches. Just watch him. Just keep keep your eye on them. Even if you don't watch them every day like me, watch them. It's getting worse and worse every day. His skin is getting paler and paler. He keeps he he misses a spot every time he puts that paintbrush to his face. Not the paintbrush. <laughs> he ain't been getting he ain't been getting that spray tan. Like That's what I'm saying. He's it's not a spray tan. It's, I think he actually had somebody come in and paint him. <laughs> that is not spray tan worthy. Oh, and then I don't even think it's that. I think it's a tanning bed. I think they got a tanning bed. He ain't gonna fit that big. Body no, because you see the white. Head. You see the white things around his eyes. That's a tanning yeah. bed thing. That is the, the little things that you mm-hmm. see right there. Yeah, it is. Lord, I'm What if they just? What if they just clamped it down and didn't let him up? And turn and it up. <laughs> I just want to go on the record and say that my president is Obama. <laughs> they can close, close the lid and put some um, zip ties on it and just yeah, <laughs> turn, strap it, him, and up, turn the heat up anchors, no, strap an anchor to him around his neck put it, like you know put a whole thing of bricks on him and throw him in the river oh, him in the don't be a part of the murder not the harbor, he gonna die <laughs> give him a glass <laughs> mm. Throw the whole president away. I can't believe I'm involved with this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lastly, because I gotta go after this. Um, extreme and okay. this is what this headline says: Extreme inequality um, was the pre-existing condition. How COVID nineteen widened America's wealth gap. Mm-hmm. So it says the novel coronavirus pandemic has only exacerbated income inequality, experts say, stretching the racial wealth gap in the United States and making the richest wealthier 
while leaving many of the poorest without jobs. Yeah. And so, they, they've been saying that because people have been taking this, these unemployment checks, mm -hmm. these stimulus checks, and putting them back into the economy. Now, that was the reason for them to give it to you so you could actually stimulate the economy. But rich people kept their money. As I was say, 45 million people lost their jobs when the U.S. billionaires made $584 billion. Look at Bezos. Wow. He's about to be the first trillionaire. Mm -hmm. we, we couldn't even, how, how do you even write a trillion? Mm -hmm. We can't even fathom a trillion. Right. So how do you even accumulate a trillion dollars? I really do wish I would have got it on Amazon on the ground floor because mm -hmm. I would have been talking about it like, I don't care what you say because I got it too. Like, and I would have probably been sympathizing with it. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I hate that I would have thought I, I would have thought like that. Well, um, you should have got in with me. So, like. I mean, it's a risk. Nobody thought, you know, this this home shopping network style company mm -hmm. was gonna work. Right. Nobody thought it was gonna be a thing, but it only works in moments like this. Mm -hmm. Like he he's gotten his wealthiest in a moment of and that goes to show go that goes to show that the government didn't believe it was going to work either because mm -hmm. why didn't they get in on the best you know why didn't they put their pension plans into it why didn't they make mm -hmm. the post office um invest into into amazon and own a piece of amazon versus taking all these cuts from shipping amazon stuff because yeah. that would save an industry people only comfortable with saving themselves that's what I'm saying, though. But if you would, if they would have knew in hindsight that Amazon was going to be this successful, this popular, that everybody uses it, then we wouldn't be talking about the U United States Postal Service is dying because they would have made but the right investments with people, their pension. A lot of those people, I'm quite sure, Oprah got tons of stock in it, and and all. I, I'm quite sure all. I of mean, them I got a couple shares myself. I mean, I'm not sitting on what they got, but I'm okay. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Better decisions could have been made in the shipping industry versus, you know, how it's it's falling short, and all those people are, might be losing their jobs in September. What the Amazon employees? No, United States postal workers. Um. Well, yeah. Well, they they need to lose their job because that's a pointless profession. None of them are happy. I mean, are they happy when they retire? Yeah. <laughs> Pensions. Everybody happy when you got a good pension. Right. But I mean, so that may, I think that makes your job worth it when you can sit back and, and yeah. for the rest of your life and use your pension. But money not when not lifestyle. when you have to cut it short because your whole industry is closed down. Well, no, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the problem area. But that's because they weren't making better decisions. Like like yeah. Mm. Well, they didn't evolve. They thought they could just stay the same. Like. I, Everybody I think they, needs to mail something. That's true. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure out, like, why they don't deliver mail all day long. Because really? people like, watching out for the bottom line. So they're looking at how much it's going to cost them versus how much they would actually make. Right, but if you make your services more expeditious... Well, that requires them to actually be working. That's what I'm saying. I don't want them more. I, I mean, they get paid a lot of money to do one route a day. Well, some of them, well, 
I know some people who actually are the carriers and they they do have a lot of work to do. Like some of them, they have again, but that work can be can be divided up into more routes, is what I'm getting at. It can. It can definitely be. And then more often. Because that would make the service more more expedient. But they don't I mean, it's a lot of work for UPS too. They get it all done. They and they're smaller than the United States Postal Service. They don't get it all done. They, I mean, they but they, they they do it in a time frame. Like you different, you definitely get your stuff typically typically get your stuff when it's scheduled typically. to be delivered. When I'm you say you want it, if you want delivered. like whenever I send something from UPS, if I say if I tell them I need this here by three o'clock, it's there by three. Yeah, that gets done. With the mail service, <laughs> you can't say that. You got to wait for that post office man to come to your door and put that stuff in your mailbox. Or otherwise, yeah. you're gonna have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I can't revamp the whole. I can't do everybody's job for them. I got much shit going on. I'm quite the, sure they thought about stuff like this, but they always. I, I, I you don't you want a good pension? But we ain't doing all that shit. But I, I think the pension is part of the problem. Do a good job now because it's not it's not like you you contribute to your own pension it's your pension they're putting the money in there for you i mean they would compared to in terms of actually you being able to mail something out like for me i mail a lot of stuff and i used to like and i'm trying to sometimes depending on what it is i'll use the flat rate boxes Mm -hmm. because it's, it's cost effective and, well, it's, if and, it's, and it's a guaranteed shipping outside of the country. It's it, not effective, right? Right. If you ship it outside of the country, correct? Yeah, but it's a guarantee, and it's also a guaranteed shipping. Priority is also a guaranteed shipment. You can track it, it and is. all that kind of stuff. It is, but remember, it used to be five something. Now it's eight something mm-hmm. for the smallest box. Yeah, it is, I mean, it's the, you know, the, the Amazon was supposed to be the, the potential that was supposed to save. Um, the postal service and, and and I think that just didn't work out. But even even with Amazon, some of the stuff gets shipped through the postal service. Right. But they ended a lot of that that those those processes and started using their own delivery people. Which is yeah, why that's why if, I say that if, what they thought the was going to be a success with the postal Amazon. service, they stopped using and started using their own trucks to deliver stuff, which is making the post office lose money. But that's only if the sellers use Amazon as their fulfillment. If they use Amazon as their shipper, like I would have to send my stuff to Amazon and have it sold versus me having control over every order that I have. Mm-hmm. I have to send my stuff to Amazon. That was the whole purpose of them putting their plants in more places so more people could get their uh, merchandise to them and then they ship it. So you actually make less money when you do that. And I've thought about doing it, but you make less money doing it because my stuff is just sitting there waiting to be sold when I could be selling it myself and probably making money. But again, nobody can match Amazon shipping. All right. Well, you guys, that's it for tonight. I thank you guys for listening. Lindsay had to go. Um, We have caramel kiss down there. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, Thea. And then we got the host yes. of the Artists mm-hmm. Exchange, uh, Nate, um, every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. 
right here on Be Explosive Radio. Um, we got a new show that's coming out uh, this Thursday at eight o'clock, and that is the B Mix. Uh, it premieres at eight o'clock, like I said, this Thursday, July the second. Yeah, that, I think that's a good one because I'm off that day, and um, I can't wait. I want to see what she talks mm-hmm. about this week. Like we had our test show, and the test show was I, I liked it. It was it was a conversation starter. And I, um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what she comes up with this week, actually. Okay. Um, so she, went, she, only, she has to go an hour and a half this week when she only had to do like 20 minutes on her test show. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the, that's the, the kicker. Can you talk for 20, for an hour and a half for 90 minutes? Well, I definitely will be tuning in. That's going to be a good one. Uh, so I thank you for listening tonight. We're back here tomorrow at 7 PM. And then we have what, what's next on Wednesday? Um, it is no wrong one. Um, living a rich don't life forget, with rich, and I don't, don't know who forget he has to as a guest tune into our show as well. The Elmer B. Element featuring Nana Fear. Yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. What is and it I'll on? see you on Friday. What is it on? Okay, so good night. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Woo. Good night. See you Friday. <laughs> good night. <laughs>